0: We would like to welcome you to our weekly broadcast of Harvest Worship Center's Sunday morning celebration service. We hope and pray that you will receive something from the Lord today, and we ask you to stay tuned at the end of the message for more information concerning our church. Again, thank you for joining us today.
1: Our moms today, I'm going to honor our moms by, unless the Lord takes me further, you'll get out earlier today. This is also an exciting Sunday because we're going to be baptizing three people here at the end of the service. Amen. Let's give God praise for that. Amen. I started to put it off a week, but I thought, you know, what a great way to celebrate Mother's Day by showing a new birth in Christ. Amen. A new birth in him. If you have your Bibles, turn to Deuteronomy the sixth chapter verse seven. We're going to be talking about the five characteristics of a godly mother the five characteristics of a godly mother. I know we've been in the book of Acts. I'll continue that next week, but right now I felt that I wanted to share this with you because we are in a time of crisis in our nation. We're in a time of great debate in our nation. Um, You can put any kind of spin you want to on it, but I know this. We're also in a great time of renewal and revival. God is doing some good things. God is doing some great things. As a matter of fact, one of the young people will be baptizing was saved at our National Day of Prayer service this last week. Um, a lot of other good things coming out of that, and one of those being more unity within the body of Christ. That's got to take place. That's got to happen. matter of fact, I've been asked by, by one particular church, would we be willing to welcome them to our reunion night service? Amen. Amen. Yeah, let's give God praise for that. Yes. And I said, it's not harvest. Uh, reunion night is forever family reunion night and if you are saved you're part of my forever family and so we're, we're looking forward to that now Deuteronomy 6 let's look at these five characteristics of a godly mother you shall teach them diligently to your children And talk to them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up. This is God's instructions to the family and to mothers and fathers of what they should do when they raise their children. And he's saying, the things that I have instructed you to do, you're gonna teach to your children. You're gonna talk to them about it when you sit at your house. You're gonna talk to them when you're walking down the street. You're gonna talk to them before they go to bed at night. You're gonna talk to them when they rise up in the morning. In other words, you are going to be, the front line of presenting me to a, to a generation. Now, I realized today, and Jim said it correctly, that, that, that mother can mean a lot of things to us. Some have great memories, some have bad memories, but some of us, uh, you know, if you don't have a godly biological mother, some of you can praise God for spiritual moms in your life, spiritual grandmothers in your life, and I'm thankful for those that are in our life. Now, uh, I want to talk to you about these things because I feel like they're prudent to seeing revival in our nation, revival in our families, because I believe with all my heart that that a, a godly mother can make a difference. And uh, Now, the first thing I want to talk to you about is an unconditional love. Now, these are characteristics of what the Lord is. This, uh, And I believe that a godly mother represents unconditional love in our life. I think most mothers naturally love their children, and they love them in an unconditional way. No one sees their child the way a mother sees their child. I see brat, they see angel. Come on. Have you ever been there? You ever been in a restaurant, and you're thinking, they need stripes for the gospel's sake, that's a whipping. If you want me to translate it. And, and that mother's like, oh, it'll be all right, little angel of mine. And I'm thinking, angel with horns, you know. But anyhow, mother sees their child differently than, than we do, okay? Uh, an outsider, will, a, a mother's eyes will always view a child through the lens of love through the lens of unconditional love. Even when they've messed up, even when they've they've made mistakes, a mom will still love their child. They may not agree with what they've done. They may not condone what they've done, but they will love their children. So a mother represents unconditional love. No one sees a child the way a mother does. Um, In other words, a godly Christian mother will love their child at all times, no matter what they've done or no matter what they've went through. As a matter of fact, they will love them even more when they're walking through difficult circumstances. Even though we have unconditional love, I want to caution us, unconditional love does not mean unconditionally condoning someone's wrong. A mother who loves unconditionally will always be a mother that will point out, hey, there's a better path, there's a better way. And we're going to get to that in just a moment. Isaiah 66 verse 13 says it this way. As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you. You shall be comforted in Jerusalem. So God is saying, I want to you use the example of a godly mother who comforts their child to show you what I want to do to my people. I want to comfort you the same way. I want to offer you love and unconditional love, and I want to comfort you with that. I want you to understand today, God could have used any other example of that. And, and, and if you've ever... Come on, my Wednesday on Wednesday nights, and been in my class. I teach a principle that God is an experiential God. In other words, God just He knows everything, but God is also a God that lives by experience. He wanted experience, so He sent His Son to live a human life so that He would experience what it meant to be human firsthand. Jesus knew what it was like to get a splinter. He knew what it was like to stump his toe, and more importantly, today, guess what? He knew. He knew what it was like to have a mom. He knew what it was like to have a mother. And so when we talk about moms, I believe Jesus smiles because Jesus knows what kind of mom he had. We see what kind of mom Mary was because Mary could have said, I don't want the promise. I don't. I reject this thing that God is telling me. But instead she said, what you've spoken, let it be. Let it happen to me. I'll, I'll carry the Messiah. I'll, I'll give birth to the Messiah. I'll take the ridicule of, of, of people looking at me and saying, she's not even married yet. I'll take all of that on me because I want to do what is pleasing to God. So Jesus understood what it meant to have a godly mother. 2 Timothy 1 and 5, it says, I am reminded of your sincere faith. This is Paul addressing Timothy. A faith that's dwelt first with your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and now I'm sure dwells in you as well. In other words, Paul is saying, I know what kind of young man you are because I can trace back your godly. Heritage to your grandma. Somewhere along the line, grandma had faith. Grandma passed faith on to mom, and I am I am sure he says it abides within you. Did you realize that we can pass on a godly heritage to our children? We can pass on godly faith to our children, and that comes through unconditional love. Faith is established through a mother's unconditional love. Now, number two principle of of a godly mother is sacrificial life. I' have never met a godly mother that did not have a sacrifice a sacrificial life in other words they would give up anything for their children they would give up their own pleasure for their children they would put their children's needs ahead of their needs and I'm telling you a godly mother represents that uns- that sacrificial life a mother a believing mother is great has a greater purpose at work in her than anybody could ever understand she wants to promote uh, what it means to put her needs aside so that others might be. Able. This represents Christ and how he could have stayed on the throne. He could have said to the father, I don't want to redeem them. The father could have said, I don't care to redeem uh, mankind. But instead, that sacrificial love Jesus gave to us, giving his own life for us, shows in, in, in the love of a mother. In other words, um, we find that a Christian mother, like many unsaved mothers, will give of their time. They'll give of the sweat of their brow. They'll lose. They'll lose sleep. They play nurse a lot of times to sick children and put the interest of their children ahead of their own. The mother that would rather sleep makes a choice to choose than care for their children. Hopefully, dad will pitch in. I'll get you a month from now. You're gonna get yours. But but again, they the, the, the mother that loves and gives of themselves. I've got a mom that that. That loved me, that prayed for me and sacrificed for me. She put her needs ahead of my needs and my my siblings' needs. She wanted to make sure that we were taken care of and her family was taken care of. And I'm here to tell you money can't buy that. Ephesians 5 uh, verses 1 through 2 says this. Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave up gave up for us a fragrant offering and a sacrifice to God. So Paul is saying saying, look, be an imitator of Christ and I can't see a, a, a better example of that than I see in a godly mother. A mother that loves their children and is an imitator of Christ. In other words they're willing to sacrifice whatever in order to see the, that, that child save, that child grow and nourish. Now, number three compassion and care. I believe this attribute is exemplified through a godly mother when because they show care and compassion when no one else. Nobody ever going to care about you more than mama and no one's going to love you more than mama some in, in other words uh, how many of you 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 know when you you can be my age and 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 you don't feel good you still get soothed by hearing mama say i'm it's going to be okay i'm praying for you i love you amen nobody can kiss a boo-boo and make it better than mama Amen. So they show that unconditional, uh, uh, that unconditional uh, uh, sacrificial love. They show uh, uh, to us that they care for us with compassion. And, and other, regardless of where, whether you're good or uh, good or not, they still are going to show compassion. In other words, they're not going to 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 condone you, but they are going to show compassion to you, even when you make bad choices they're going to show compassion. In other words, Colossians 3.13 says, Bear with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgive each other as the Lord has forgiven you. Show compassion. Show forgiveness. A mother can show forgiveness. A godly mother will model grace and compassion. I know a lot of times I'm the youngest of of four, and I will tell you a lot of times mom played referee. And if you've got a a, a sibling, how many times has mom played referee? referee uh, between you and your siblings not me we have love all of us love one another next week we'll be discussing lying that's what we're going to be talking about next week. But listen, I, I, I love it when people come to me and say, there's no, there's no issues in my family. Every family's got issues. Uh, well, my family's not d- dysfunctional. Every family's dysfunctional. It's just to what level, amen? We are, there's no perfect families. Families are messy. Families are, why? Because we are imperfect people. And we're, a lot of times, guess what? We need a voice of compassion and care. There have been times when my, my mom has brought compassion and care into our home when it seemed like there was none there was none we have to love one another and, and we have to have compassion and care and mothers show that in other words they it naturally runs to them that naturally is in them as a matter of fact it's been said uh, by many soldiers the last words of a dying soldier on the battlefield is i wish i had my mother I wish I had my mother. There's an imprint of that into our DNA and into our conscience that we long to have that nurturing and that care. And and this exemplifies and shows the love of God and the care and compassion of our Savior. Number four is a prayer warrior. Boy, how we need some prayer warriors today. We need some praying mothers today. Uh, In other words, there's nobody going to pray for you like a godly mother will pray for you. There's nobody going to want to to see you uh, succeed in life more than a praying mother. And there has been praying moms. In other words, uh, a mother isn't just praying for her children uh, when they're doing good. A mother will pray for their children regardless of where they're at and what circumstances they're going through. As a matter of fact, Jeremiah 33.3 3 says it this way, call to me and I will answer you. And I will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. There's, uh, And this is a powerful verse because uh, I know that my mom knew some, some hidden things in my life because she prayed. Amen. Uh, Mom knew things were going on with me when nobody else knew. Why? Because she was in tune with the Holy Spirit. In other words, I'm going to just give you a bit of advice tonight. Moms, uh, or today, moms, if you have kids and you're wondering what they're up to, talk to God. He'll tell on them. He'll tell on them. He'll, he'll let you know that something's not right. He'll let you know that something's going wrong. And, and He doesn't let you know so that you can go get them and, and punish them. He lets you know so that you can pray and see a resolution and healing in their lives. God moves in a, a, a praying mother. In other words, it's hard to go to hell when you've got a praying mama. Amen? A mom will stand in the path of you going to hell and pray. And if you get to hell, you'll have to go through a praying mother. We need praying moms today. The intercession of a mother touches heaven's throne, I believe, greater than probably any other prayer. Why? Because no no other being on this earth knows more about the giving of life other than God himself than a mother. In other words, the intercession of a mother can touch heaven and make a difference in this world. How we've got to have praying mothers today. How we need desperately praying mothers and godly mothers today. Now, number four or number five, uh, uh, they are. Uh, godly mother is a counselor to her children. Now, a counselor, a godly mother, a Christian mother is one who will seek the best for their child. And in other words, they will, they want the best for them as they grow up. Mothers who often have wisdom to allow their children freedom to choose. In other words, they'll give them advice. They'll point them in the right direction, but they give them freedom to choose. I have received godly, uh, my mother has given me uh, godly wisdom in my life. And, and 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 there have been times when I have asked for her counsel and there's been a lot a lot of times I didn't ask for her counsel. How about you? You ever get a lecture you didn't want? Okay. In other words, uh, I always knew when I was single and living at home, if mama slammed down the, the clothes basket and said, I got something to say to you, I better listen. She had. I had some advice coming whether I wanted it or not. Amen. As a matter of fact, I was telling the early service that uh, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of women God that, that my mama prayed out of my life. Amen. A lot of bad directions. I thought I thought pretty, she said, devil. Amen. Come on. Come on. And there's been some she's prayed into my life. I think I'm married to one over 25 years that she prayed into my life. I tease Tina a lot. I look at her when we're talking sometimes just to get her, and I say, boy, if I'd only listen to my mother. (laughs) Well, I did in that case. Mothers want to give wisdom to their children, counsel to their children. In other words, we need more mothers giving godly counsel today. Godly advice. Proverbs eleven fourteen 14 says, Where there is no gratitude, a people fall, but in the abundance of counselors, there is safety. And I am thankful that at Harvest, we are, we are blessed to have, that we've got some great godly biological mothers, but we've got some adopted Christian mothers in this forever family that help advise and nurture children and, and young people in this church. We've got to have godly, godly mothers. James 1.5 says it this way, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives you generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. In other words, a lot of us today need more wisdom from God. We need more wisdom from the Lord. And I'm telling you, a lot of times we can find it in a conversation with our mother, when our mother's a godly praying woman. Now let me just share a particular case of where uh, uh, there was there was wisdom in in a man that didn't have it, it as on Solomon in in in, in uh, First Kings was was uh, newly made king he was just had been uh, made king of Israel and he's faced with a difficult problem but if you back up uh, and this happens in chapter three he had asked. God, for wisdom. He said, all the things I, could, I need from you, God, the thing I need the most is your wisdom. Your wisdom to know how to rule your people. And so God gave him wisdom. Well, he was tested in that very shortly as he, uh, after asking that prayer and becoming king. Two women come to him, and they lived in the same house And they both had had children within a span of three days. One of them's child was born healthy and the other one's child was born uh, either stillborn or died shortly after birth. And they were the only two in the house. And so the one who had the dead child decided, I want a living child, so she swapped babies. And then she claimed that the living child was hers. They end up in an audience before the king. And Solomon's listening to their complaint. And so finally, he says, bring a sword and bring the child and I'll divide the child and I'll give half to one mother and half to another. Pretty gruesome, isn't it? He says, I'll give half to each. Well, see, he had wisdom from the Lord because he knew what was about to happen. The real mother, the one who loved their child, was so full of compassion and, and love for that child that she says, even if it has to be raised by another woman, let it live. Let it live. Solomon realized at that point who the real mother was and gave the child back to its mother. What are you saying? I'm saying God is ready to fill us with wisdom if we'll ask. He's ready to fill you with wisdom to know how to handle some very difficult situations that are coming up in children's lives today. This generation is being faced with a lot of things that my generation and previous generations never faced on a higher level than they've ever faced before. And I'm here to tell you what the church needs is some... Godly mothers that know how to pray, love, show compassion, and they need wisdom from the Lord. Wisdom from the Lord. If we're going to move forward into revival, I believe it's going to be praying mothers. It's going to be mothers full of wisdom, full of wise counsel, those with compassion that stand in the gap and pray in revival in our homes and our families. It has been because of praying mothers that a lot of people are are serving the Lord today today. It's because of praying mothers that there's a lot of uh, marriages that have stayed together. I want you to know, never underestimate the power of a godly woman. Never underestimate the power of a godly praying mother. I'm telling you, it can make a difference in this world, and it can change situations when we are praying and seeking God. Amen. We need glory in this church, and that glory comes from God, and it'll come when it's prayed in. Prayed in by praying mothers. Amen. Will you stand? Thank you, Father. Will you stand? I told you this will be my gift to you. Thank you, Jesus.
0: We would like to thank you for joining us for our weekly podcast. We pray that you receive something from the Lord today. Please share your prayer requests and testimonies with us by emailing us at tryonhwc@gmail.com. at gmail.com. If you would like more information concerning Harvest Worship Center, you can visit our website at tryonhwc.com. We would love for you to visit us in person sometime. Our services are held at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. every Sunday. Children's worship is during our 11 a.m. service. If you would like to give to the Ministries of Harvest Worship Center, you can also do this by clicking the Giving tab online. Once again, we would like to thank you for joining us today, and we pray you have a blessed week.